fellowship together, I just wanted to share with you one of the stories that we had this week, and it was in Acts chapter 14, verses 1 through 4. Now let's just stand real quick. I'm sorry, Tim. It's 14. I, I texted you the wrong one this morning. Don't worry about it. I'll just read it. At Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went, as usual, into the Jewish synagogue. There they spoke so effectively that a great number of Jews and Gentiles believed. But the Jews who refused to believe stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their mind against the brothers. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to do miraculous signs and wonders. And this is the part I want you to understand. The people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews, others with the apostles. And then we're going to stop right there. I just want us to hear the word this morning, truth always makes you take a side. You always either have to take the side of God or you take the side of the world. And this morning we're going to talk about that just for a moment. Let's pray. Father, we love you and thank you for your word. Thank you that we can boldly speak your word and you have called us to boldly live. And Father, this week you've spoke to some kids and you've asked them if they will boldly live the Christian life for you. And so Father, today... I pray that as school's about to start and they're about to head back into the world, I pray that you would give them the boldest they need to live the life that you have called them to live. And Father, I pray that you'd be with their parents today. I pray that their parents would boldly live a Christian life in front of their kids and at work and, and everywhere they go. And Father, today, I just pray that you would encourage our hearts and empower us to live the life you've called us to live. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want us to imagine this morning, if you would, if I ask you what your favorite baseball team was, it would probably break down into two camps. It, usually in Missouri, it runs down to either Cardinals or the Royals. And I just want us to imagine this morning that, that if we said, okay, I want all the Cardinals fans to sit over here and all the Royals fans to sit over here, then there would be a, a divide right in the middle. And if you did that, you would probably have some Cardinals fans and they'd be over here. You guys need to, you guys need to be Royals fans. And there'd probably be some Royals fans over here and they'd be saying, this is why you need to be a Royals fan. And there's always, when I was in school, if you, if you ever, if someone ever asked you what your favorite team was, if it wasn't their favorite team, they'd be like, oh, why don't you be a, why don't you like my team? Or why don't you like my team? And, and it, and it's like that. And this is what was happening in this city. The, the two, uh, Paul and Barnabas come in, they start preaching and, and they, and they start preaching and saying the things that they're saying. And some of the people are like, that's the side I want to be on. I want to be on Jesus side. I want to do the things that Jesus would have me to do. And then it said that so many people were doing this, that a great number were coming to the Lord. And I, I know I told you this, but on Wednesday night, we had a, we've been praying for this and we prayed for it before church that night, before Bible school that night. We prayed that God would come and move and he would draw your kids. Last Sunday, I preached a sermon. I said, there's nothing more important going on this week anywhere than what we're doing here. There isn't. There isn't anything more. Anytime you're doing God's work, there's nothing more important than that because that's eternal work. That's work that's going to uh, last for eternity. If a child comes to know Christ and follows him all the days of their life, then that will last for eternity. 
things that we do that are fun and uh, that don't really mean anything, they last for a little while and they're fun for a while. We're going we're gonna to go jump around and have some fun on, on some uh, inflatables and play around. And, and that'll be fun for a while, but it's not eternity. And the, but the things that we do for eternity last forever. And so these guys were coming in, they were speaking this message, and part of the town was like, this is what we want to do. We want to follow Jesus. And then the other part of the town was like, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do what Jesus wants us to do. We want to do what, what we want to do. And on Wednesday night, we had a large number, 44 kids said and made some sort of decisions and said, we choose Jesus. We choose, and this is the side. Yeah, that's worth clapping about. We choose to follow Jesus. Now, those were some, and there were some kids that were coming here that were already saved. But we had a great number of kids. And it would be something like this, a large number saying, we choose this side. We choose Jesus' side. And that's a great thing to have. And that's what was happening in this town. But in the world, there are always others who say, I choose not to go with Jesus. I choose not to do what Jesus would have me to do. I choose to do whatever I want to do. And anytime you speak truth and anytime you give uh, truth into someone's life, they either choose to do the truth or they choose to go against it. And that's what was happening in this town. And that's what's happening in our town. That's what's happening in our church this morning. This morning we're going to be preaching about the truth and you're going to choose, do I follow God or am I going to go my own way? We see it. I don't know if anybody has been watching. I've tried not to. We've been so busy. But if anybody's watched the political conventions over the last couple of weeks, it's just been, I I think it's awful. But anyway, that's just my opinion. But each convention is trying to say, come to my side, come to my side. These are the things that we believe in. And then the other convention said, well, these are the things we believe in. And, and they're wanting you to choose. And that's what happens where we live. And that's what happens in our church. That's what happens in our town. That's what happens in the school. In school, in the kids, the kids where you go to school out, kids are choosing, am I going to follow God or am I going to do the things that I want to do? At, at your parents' work, I think sometimes we think that parents grow up and they go to work and they don't feel the pressure of living a Christian life like, like we do when, when we're in school. I, I remember when I was in school, I had so much pressure to do wrong things and I thought, boy, I can hardly wait till I grow up and then I won't have any pressure anymore. And it's just not true, is it, adults? You go to work, and there's people there trying to, trying to get you to come to the sinful side. And it never ends. And I think lots of times you little kids think, well, mom and dad have no pressure. They feel the same pressure that you do. And the pressure is, am I going to choose God, or am I going to choose the world? And there's always a divide and lots of times I think we think that there's, oh, there's a middle in there somewhere. There's choosing God and then there's choosing the world. And I don't want anybody to think on this side that this is like the dark side or anything. I'm just, there's a, I may switch it, but there's a line right here. But I want us to think like that. There's a divide, all right? And we have to choose. And we have to choose, am I going to go with God or am I going to go with the world? And, and that is our choice this morning. And we, and we always have to do that. And this week, as we were going along, there were kids making dis- dis- choices. And there is no middle. 
There's just, I choose God or I choose to follow the world. And there is no, I like to be around church and I like to do God things, but I also like to do worldly things too. And I think sometimes we think that that's one of the choices. And I show up to church on Sunday and, and I do good things on Sunday and, and I come and, and I may have went to Bible school all week and, and, and did those good things. And, and so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing God things, but tomorrow when I'm at work or when I'm at school, there's some things that I know God doesn't like, and I'm going to do those things too. And I think we think that there's some sort of middle section there, and there isn't. It's either you choose God or you choose the world, and that's all there is. And in this verse here, it says that this town was completely divided, and one was choosing God and one was choosing the world. And I want to tell you what, this morning, Marshfield is divided. There are people who are choosing God, and there are people that are saying, I don't want anything to do with God. If you go to school, there's little kids that are choosing God, and there's others saying, I don't want to, I don't want to be with God. If you go to your workplace, you know this too, that, that there are people there that are choosing to follow God, and there are people choosing not to follow God. And both sides are pleading with the other to come to their side. We are the church, and we are pleading with people, come, come and follow Jesus. Come and know who Jesus is. This is what Jesus did in my life. He freed me from sin. Sin is a slave master. Sin owns you. And I want you to know today, you can be free from sin. We just got done with all of July. We've had people talking about how God has, has released them from addiction, has released them from sin. That comes from God, okay? Scott, Jesus can save us from those kinds of things. And so we are pleading with those who don't know Christ, come, come to the freedom, come to the freedom. But then there are those who are not following Jesus and they're saying, hey, man, we're having a ball over here. We do whatever we want to and it sounds like it's so much fun. And they're saying, hey, all you guys come over here. And both sides are trying to get each other to come. And that's where we live. And kids... This last three weeks, we have seen a lot of kids make decisions for Jesus. We got to go to a kids camp, and we got to go to preteen camp, and we got to listen to kids saying, man, I want to live for Christ. I want to live for Christ. We got to hear our little kids talk about, we want to live for Christ. And, and you know what? Excuse me, at camp, it's really easy to live for Christ. You know Why? Because everybody there is trying to live for Christ. And it's real easy. And this week at Bible school, we had all sorts, of, from the youngest to the oldest. I want to live for Christ. I'm choosing Christ. You know what? It's pretty easy to live for Christ at Bible school. You know why? Because we're all trying to live for Christ. And we're not trying to do bad things. We're just all trying. And it's easy to live it here. And it's easier for your parents to live it here. But we're not called to live it just here. We're called to live it outside the doors. And, and really, church starts when we walk outside. And, and in just a few weeks, you kids are going to be going to school. And I want you to remember the choice that you made here this week. And think about it. Because as soon as you go to school, there's going to be someone on the other side. And that's not... That's not being mean to them or saying they're not worth our time or anything like that because we are trying to get them to come to our side. 
We, we want them to know who Jesus is, and we don't write them off or, or have, say we don't have anything to do with them or anything like that, but, but there will be people trying to pull you away from your choice to follow Christ. And your parents understand this. There's people pulling on them at their work to not be what Christ would have them to be. But you have made a decision this week, and I want you to to stay there in that place where you have chosen Christ and boldly tell people who you serve. I have a friend, and his name is Cooper DeWeese. And Cooper is a, you're a Cardinals fan, aren't you, Cooper? There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt that Cooper's a Cardinals fan. We went to camp with him, and he wears the Cardinals shirts. And you ask Cooper, who, who do you like? He'll say the Cardinals. He is a bold Cardinals fan, okay? I would ask that you kids be as bold in your choice. You know, if you ask Cooper, who are you for? He'd go, the Cardinals. Yeah. Right, Cooper? Huh? Don't let me down, Cooper. Are you a Cardinals fan? Yeah, okay, all right, all right. So he had no, we had no problem with that. If you, if you ask, if you ask uh, his, his uncle, he'll be a proud Cardinals fan, aren't you? I know, I've been fishing with him. He's like, yeah. And sometimes it's easier to be bolder for our teams than it is for our God, isn't it? Are you a Cardinals fan? Yeah, go, yeah. You love Jesus? Yeah. What? See, this week we've learned that we're supposed to be bold. And, and shouldn't we be even more excited about what God's done for us than what a baseball team could do? We should be bold about that. And when, kid, and when we go to school we, and when kids say, what did you do this summer? Man, I went to Bible school. I went to camp. And I chose Jesus. I chose Jesus, but I'm afraid sometimes what happens is, what'd you do this summer? Oh, we went and did this and played this and played that, and Jesus never gets mentioned in that. We are just a few weeks from school starting, and the thing of it is, when we boldly speak, it makes it easier to keep boldly speaking. If you say you're a Christian once, people start believing it. If you keep saying it, they'll quit questioning you about it. If you keep living it and keep living it and keep living it, God will help you to do that. So I want to encourage you, your, 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 your kids, to be as bold for Jesus as you are for your team. Parents, I want to ask you this morning, how bold are you as a follower of God? How bold are you at work? Are you one that's it's easier for you to be bold for your professional team? than it is for you to be bold for Jesus who has saved you? Or maybe this morning I just want to ask you, have you made a choice? Have you even chose God as your Savior? Are you choosing to follow God or are you doing what you want to do yourself? You see, this morning the gospel is dividing us right now. There are people here who have already chosen to follow Christ, and there are people here who are choosing to not follow Christ. And this morning, I'm pleading my case. Will you be a follower of Christ? And you say, what does that mean? It means that if you have sin in your life, that you repent and and say, I know that I've done this and that. I know I've done things that are against Christ, and, and I hate what I've done so bad that I don't want to do it anymore. 
And we have to come to this place where we repent and we believe that Jesus can save us. And we believe that the blood of Jesus is enough to pay my debt for my sins. And then we ask Jesus into our heart. I want to ask you, parents, this morning and kids, everybody here, whose side are you on? This week we had kids that said, I choose Jesus. Is that your word this morning? Is that your choice this morning? Are you choosing Jesus? You either are or you aren't. Whose side are you on this morning? Some of you need to join your kids this morning. There may be some parents who this week you brought your kids to Bible school and your kids made a choice for Jesus, but you haven't yet and you need to. There might be someone here this morning that said, I need to join my kid in what, I, in what they're doing. You need to be bold and follow Christ in your home. I want everybody just to close your eyes where you're at this morning. Everybody bow your head. Would there be anybody here this morning that says, Pastor, I need to choose Jesus this morning. I haven't. I haven't chose Jesus. I been living the way I want to live. But I want to choose Jesus today. I want you just to raise your hand right where you're at. Anybody this morning? I see a hand. Any parents this morning? You talked to your kids this week and you know that they gave their heart to Christ. And you say, Pastor, I need to do that. I see some hands. I see some hands around. That's good. Thank you. You can put your hands down. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for your word today. And Father, you know every heart here, and you know what's going on in every heart here. And Father, you know the hearts of the kids and the hearts of their parents. And Father, today we praise you for kids this week who said, I choose Jesus And Father, I pray that over these next few weeks and months as they go to school, Father, I pray that they would boldly speak in favor of who Jesus is. And I pray that our kids that go to school together would help each other along, that we would encourage each other along, and that they would uh, help each other be strong, bold Christians for Jesus. Father, I pray that if there is anyone here today who has not chosen Christ, that they would find that place where they would, Father. And you know all hearts that are here today, Father. And I pray that each parent would uh, come to a place where they know Christ as well and boldly serve him as well. We love you, Father, and we thank you for all you do for us. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We are getting ready to go and have a time of fellowship together. But I think we have one more thing to do, and I really dread it. But we're going to have to eat the goldfish. Where's Wyatt? All right. I want to. I want to thank. Uh, Daryl said he was out. Right. He, you don't want to eat any, do you? Okay, all right, okay. But Wyatt said he would do it. And so uh, I want to thank Wyatt and Coy and Brent 
they helped us do skits all week. And so let's, let's give them a hand. They did a great job. I was down there, I was down there looking and I thought maybe these fish were dead, but they're not. They're both very much alive. And so, oh yeah, they gave, you gave with your money this morning, your total amount to the Papua New Guinea water uh, project was $1,350. All right, Wyatt. No, I got to eat one. Okay, we had to have something wash it down. I can't do it. Are you just going to, okay, I'm going to catch mine. Hold on, we got to eat at the same time. Okay, I got one. You need to take it down head. Oh, yeah, put a little salt on there. Ready to go. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. Okay, you better have your Mountain Dew ready because it's you. I've done this before. Oh, pepper, yeah, pepper, a little pepper. That'd be good too. That's the way. <laughs> Wyatt's has got a lively one. All right, you ready, Wyatt? All right. One, two, three. Satisfying, isn't it? I don't know if I'll have room for a hot dog. You know why, though? You know what I did? I got on the old Google App Store and I downloaded this x ray thing to my phone. Oh, yeah? And so we can look inside our stomachs. Oh, me first. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to, I'm going to, have we got, have we got an interface? With you, Tim. Tim's going to be able to show it on the on the screen. Okay, so you stand here. All right. Let me let me pump it. Let me. Okay, I got it going. Okay, I'll just I think I just rub it on your belly, and it should show up there. It should show. Oh, there. <laughs> look at that. Okay, look. I'm going to put it over on my belly. Can you find it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right. All right. Well, we had a good time this week, didn't we? Okay. You guys can sit down. You guys can sit down. Okay. If, if you were here this week and you missed some of the bracelets, one, one day or so of the bracelets, you can come up here and Cindy will get it to you. If you want a balloon, we've got one. If you signed up, wait, 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 no, wait, not yet. After we get done praying, if you signed up to work, if you're an adult and signed up to work, you need to go see Rob right as soon as we dismiss so we can get you in those areas. And we've got gobs of hot dogs, gobs of pop and chips, and we want everybody to stay. And uh, so stay, and we're going to pray for a prayer dismissal and a prayer for our food. Let's all stand.
Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for all these kids. We thank you for the decisions that were made today and made this week. And Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would help us to be bold Christians for you. I pray that you would bless our food and bless our time of fellowship together. Keep us all safe. And we love you. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed. The Lord bless you.